Hello and welcome to Dream It, Fund It, Do It, the Fun Surfer podcast. It's very exciting. My name's Richard Norton. You can call me Norts if you want, although I'm not going to hear you, am I? Um, episode one this is. Very exciting to talk about some of the amazing crowd crowdfunding projects that uh, Fun Surfer get involved with. But because it is episode one, it seems uh, highly pertinent and a bit of a treat to have Derek Armadzai with me today. Hi Richard, hi. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. So yes, it's very exciting that this is the first episode of the Fun Surfer podcast. Well, we're in, un- we're in uncharted waters, we aren't are, we? Yeah. Not actually physically in uncharted, <laughs> metaphorically speaking, so to speak. Um, it seems eminently sensible. What this podcast is all about, uh, listener, is basically introduce you to some of the great stories of the people who are, have projects on Fun Surfer itself, and we've got a great one coming up today. But because uh, it is episode one, it seems brilliant to have Derek with us. Maybe you can kind of introduce sort of yourself, Derek, and maybe Fun Surfer, what it's all about, just in case someone's found their way to this podcast without knowing anything, which would be extraordinary. <laughs> it was. It would, but hey, yeah. we can't count on anything these days. Well, let me tell you then. So um, I'm, I'm Derek, I'm the co-founder of Fun Surfer, and Fun Surfer is a crowdfunding and investment platform. And what we do is we help people fundraise for the things that they want to do. Yeah. So if you want to put an event, if you want to create a film, if you want to um, raise money for your charity, we help. If you've got your dream, we help you fund it. Dream it, fund it, do it. it. That's the thing. Boom, said yeah. twice now. <laughs> so, yeah, so we help people um, crowdfund and fundraise. And, yeah, we've got some, some interesting projects. And the podcast is all about telling you what they are. Exactly. So... Today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am venturing out into the, I'm going to describe the brutal heat of Bristol today, uh, in search of um, a gentleman called Chris Alcock, who is the chairperson of the Bristol International Balloon Fiesta. Ooh, that sounds a responsible job. Well, he's a delightful chap. Um, going out to meet him to talk about a particular fund, uh, fund server project that uh, the Balloon Festival have on the site. Derek, perhaps you might introduce what it is, because uh, it's, it's unusual. It is. It says, um, bring the Darth Vader balloon, Darth Vader from Star Wars, hot air balloon to the Bristol International Balloon Fiesta this year. He's a big head, isn't he? It's a very big balloon, and it was made in Bristol, but it's never flown in Bristol, so we're excited yes, to, to see, see if we can do bring some money, some funding, uh, to put it in the sky. Yeah. Perhaps while um, the listener... Uh, here's what Chris has to say and tells the story okay. and gets excited about it. Perhaps we can think about that Star Wars pun because it's killing me, <laughs> to be honest. So um, I'll have a think. Enjoy this. Here's Chris and uh, enjoy the listen, listener. Festival, International Balloon Festival is the term, Chris? International certainly is the term, indeed. The yeah. most obvious international bit is the Darth Vader balloon, which lives in Belgium and is coming over from Taiwan. Oh, you don't hang around. He's gone straight in, straight for the balloon jugular, as it were. Now, we are in the, we are actually in the Cameron Balloon Factory, the world's largest, well, I say it's the world's largest balloon factory, but you correct me off it mic. It is the largest balloon factory. 
uh, in terms of production of balloons, but it probably is the largest manufacturer of aircraft in the United Kingdom. Really? I don't know that's true, but it probably is. <laughs> for the sake of for the sake of record, we say it is. Yes, it's well, amazing. Make, make the claim. Now, uh, we're here to talk about, and I love the way you went in earlier, we're here to talk about the Darth Vader balloon that may or may not be in the sky. That's why we're doing this podcast um, for Fun Surfer. I suppose the first thing we should do is uh, you should introduce yourself, please, to the listener, to uh, know who you are and what your role is in all this. I'm, my name's Chris Alcock. I'm chairman of the Fiesta Committee for this year and apparently next. And my job is to, to wrangle all the volunteers and so on into producing the event. Now, the, the Balloon Fiesta, 8th of August, I believe? That's the day it starts. Yeah. Four days, isn't it? Four days on the uh, up in the air. How many balloons uh, typically out of Fiesta? Would you say? I think we've got one hundred and twenty this year. Yeah, entered. So and how many people come along over the course of the weekend? Yeah, at a given moment there'll be about two hundred and fifty thousand watching it at peaks. Two hundred fifty thousand. It's a huge event, and don't misunderstand. Glastonbury esque. Well, say. the point about it is it stretches so far. Mm. Go to Bedminster Down and try and find somewhere to sit. Yeah. There isn't anywhere to sit on Bedminster Down. Go to the Downs, there's nowhere to sit. Yeah. Even Gorge Hotel, you can't move. So people, well, as you we, say, people come from many a mile to enjoy the pleasures of the balloons flying through the air. And I noticed in this room, I think this is the boardroom here at Cameron. It's this, well, I, not, I don't know what they call uh, it. But yeah, you, you can see it's definitely a balloon factory, isn't there? There are clues. <laughs> Ah, large, large clues with, with, with dates of long, long, long past. Long forgotten. Long for, well, maybe not forgotten. Now, um, let's cut to the chase of why we're here. One of the key things. Part of this uh, Fun Surfer um, crowdfunding request that's put out is this grand idea to place a Darth Vader balloon into the skies above Bristol. Okay, So at this moment, you are seeking some funds to do that. There's a certain amount of time to do it. Um, I suppose the first question I would ask is, uh, why would Vader, the Dark Lord himself, why would he appear, particularly this year, at the Balloon Festival? What, what, what was the motivation to bring him to Bristol? We are doing a uh, joint venture, as it were, with the icons of Bristol. Yeah. The icons including things like Concord, Ardman. Brunel and the like mm -hmm. uh, and it was Steve Prowse? Dave, Dave Prowse. Prowse. Dave Prowse. Dave Prowse was Darth Vader. The Darth Vader head, that's what I'm going to call it, the Darth Vader head balloon, right? the helmet of Darth Vader. Um, it's built here in this factory, is that correct? That's right. Uh, it has flown in other places in the world. Many, I understand. Yes, um, but it's never flown in Bristol. It is registered in Belgium. Okay, balloons are registered. There's a learning for us all, ladies and gentlemen. Balloons are registered, like ships. Uh, well, like aircraft. Oh, okay. All British balloons start with a G. Do they? Knowledge. That's the end of my knowledge. knowledge. Okay, but it's a nice... Uh, a G, G for, uh, who knows? Great Britain, perhaps? Oh, well, maybe, Stabbing maybe. Down. But it's, so, it's... It's, it's registered in Belgium, or it's in Belgium? It's registered in Belgium. Yeah. It's currently in Taiwan. Doing the 
Doing, doing presumably advertising something. So it gets folded up. Put in a box. Flown around the world and put in the air. Yep. Lovely. Uh, now, I don't expect you to know the answer to this, right? But and it's an impressive sight, isn't it? You know, a Sith Lord's helmet in any... That sounds wrong, doesn't it? But I know what I mean. A Sith Lord's helmet flying in the sky is an impressive sight, isn't it, right? And like you say, flying above the Avon Gorge Hotel. I've only seen pictures of it. Of yeah. I, as, I as is everybody. Yeah. Now, my question is, right, uh, Lucasfilms, I presume at some point permission must have been given, because I'd imagine they're pretty hot on their intellectual there property. Are, there are permissions and registrations and copyrights and everything flying all over everything. Yeah. Flying being a bad word there, but littering everything, and it all has to be legitimised. We can't just start flying things around. Yeah, fair dude. And uh, I'm presuming, you know, with the fact that it's, I call it a Star Wars year, because there's a Star Wars film out this year, of the ninth in the in the trilogy, kind of trilogy times three. Um <laughs> I wonder, have they ever kind of harnessed it? Lucasfilms or Star Wars themselves use the balloon as some sort of uh, no idea. Thing. I wonder why they wouldn't. Because you'd think it'd be an amazing... Or, or perhaps they think they're more important than it. Well, maybe. Now, do we know dimensions roughly, or typically of a balloon? We don't have to be exact, but I mean, what sort of size... When you think of a hot air balloon, if you're, unless you're up close, it's quite difficult to gauge a scale of what sort of size it is. I... Used to remember how big it was, and I've forgotten now. No, it doesn't. What we say, feet or meters? I don't mind. No, I don't know. I, I expect it's something like hundred and thirty feet tall. Hundred and thirty feet tall. Okay. So, so again, for the for the non balloonists in the room, right, uh, or people, uh, how how much? I presume it's helium, isn't it, that goes inside? No, 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 no. Uh, They're hot air balloons. It's hot air, duh. Hot air. So they, the age of the helium balloon is, uh, no. Helium is ruinously expensive stuff. Is it? That would be a very small balloon. That, that that's would, it, that that's, my, that's my balloon naivety. That would tend to be a rather it's a modest. hot air balloon, therefore you heat the, the air. air. Yes. Logical. Hence what we were saying earlier then, um, in terms of control of a balloon in terms of dirigibles and that sort of thing, the ability to steer it. It just goes up, you heat it, it goes with the thermals and the whatever it is in the sky. Well, the first thing is it doesn't go with the thermals. If it's thermic, you don't fly. Okay, I love this. Because, because if you get yourself caught in a thermal, you will hurtle upwards. Yeah. And when you reach the top of the thermal, yeah. you will pop out the top and the thermal will drag the hot air out of your balloon and then it has the flying qualities of a brick. Oh my word. And that's, that's, and that's that sounds, bad. That sounds not good. Not good. So, um, in terms of Vader Balloon, if this fun surfing campaign is successful, is it deemed to be a one flight or across several days? Oh, it will fly as often the we as weather conditions allow. Okay. We would hope we would fly it on Thursday night, Friday morning, Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. And I presume, um, again, this is me as someone who... Uh, Actually, I have been in a balloon once. It was a while ago. But if you say send the Vader balloon up from Ashton Core, up it goes, not into the thermals, into the air, flies around, amazing, to, in whatever direction. At what point, obviously, it comes down, it gets put away, it gets driven back to the site. So there's all, I presume there's a sort of team. Oh, yes, yes. Every balloon has a team and it has a retrieve team. A in, retrieve team. In pursuit very, of it. That sounds very exciting. It sounds terribly exciting. There's an awful lot of looking in the air, looking for balloons. Yeah. But sadly, the, the mobile phone has ruined the game, really. Go on. Because it's so much easier. 
Yeah. Well, you used to sort you had two way radios that didn't work very well. It was just telescopes, and you and, had to sort of follow the balloon and and work out which way the railway line ran and where you could get across it and things like that. Yeah. But now with mobile phones, you just send a grid ref, stick it in the sat nav, and drive over there. Well, that just kind of that sounds efficient and kind of you do so, more flights that way, can't you? You really only get one flight in in the morning, one flight in the evening. That's just the way it works. Never in the afternoon? Because of the weather. It's the, it's the thermic, it's the weather conditions. That's why we fly early and late. Oh, see, we're learning again. Always learning. What a great fun surfer. Every day is a school day. Every day is a school day. Now, I suppose the $64,000 question, although it's not technically 64000 in terms of this fun surfer um, appeal, for want of a better term, um, 10000 is required to put it into the air, yeah? Um, and I suppose if I were thinking about this and I love Star Wars or I love hot air balloons and I thought I want to be part of this, I suppose the big question I would ask you as the man who's chairman of the committee is what what do you think is the appeal of seeing Vader in the sky above Bristol? What will it give someone? What's the benefit? If you put some money into this... Uh- First thing is there are a number of benefits you have an opportunity to win, like tours of camera. Yeah, there are rewards are plenty. And I will say to the listener that it's we'll have it all documented, linked to the Fun Surfer page and some of the some of the sort of rewards. And secondly, the pride you feel just thinking because of me in one little way that's the reason that balloon is flying. What a what a wonderful feeling mm, to see a giant Sith Lord's head. Yes, and only because of one's own little personal effort. Yeah, and as you say, it's like, you know, it, I suppose in terms of um, money you can put into it, it can be it can be a few pounds, it can be whatever. Yes, there's no, there's, I, it's, you can put in a lot or you can put in a little. Yeah. But your, I view your involvement as just being exactly the same, it's whether you're committed to it. Yeah, and that's it. So, um, I suppose there are the, as you say, there are 250,000 people come to the festival, Um and I'm sure there are that many and more who love the whole Star Wars genre. And we've got to explain, I suppose you understand, that Darth Vader is a very iconic character of the, of the whole Star Wars universe. Who better to have in the air? I mean, for example, you wouldn't want Jar Jar Binks, would you, flying around? That would be quite disturbing. But a Sith Lord's head looks quite impressive. Princess Leia? Yeah, that would work. Is there more Star Wars players? Is there other? So you're saying to me that in the sky, along there's a possibility alongside Vader, there are these other icons. There are other icons. They of the Bristol environs. There are other. We can't have them all every time. Yeah. And we hope if this is successful in future, we can do a similar operation to bring other things in the future. Okay. Uh, what else would I like to know? I would like just a little fact fact check to get people inspired about the the Vader thing. Um, it was manufactured here, right? Again, I don't know if you know this, but what, what in terms of the material of a balloon, because I looked at that, when I was looking at the images of it, it's quite a complex sewing, it seems to me. That's the right terminology. Are balloons typically are made of what? They're made of, in effect, ripstop nylon. Yeah. That's what they're made of. All balloons are. All balloons are. Right, so it's the same material. So therefore <clears throat> it just becomes the sort of sophistication of the... Yes, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that it's a much more complicated, than, but it's fundamentally ripstop nylon and yeah. sewn together. And, and obviously and, by and hand. By hand, well, it, by big machines, with yeah. people sitting at big machines, and then it's rigged internally yeah. with cables to, to make sure it, it doesn't blow out that way rather than that way. Yeah. We're getting into technical knowledge of which I know little. Okay, well, we don't need to know. We just want to get people inspired and excited. It looks, it's an amazing looking thing, isn't it? 
Oh, stunning. Yeah. And I suppose, um, I suppose the best way that uh, someone, well, other than looking at the very nice images of it, how much more better and how much more exciting and how much more fulfilling would it be to see it above your head? And a bit of pride. Indeed. Uh, someone pilots it, obviously. That's, yes. That sounds like a dumb question, but I know where I'm going. Um, typically, in a balloon like that, is it one or two people in a basket? or There will be... There is obviously the pilot. Yeah. I'm sure... I don't know the capacity of the basket. Yeah. I'm sure it carries a number of passengers... Uh, who they will be, I know not. Right, and so like we said, there's a whole there's a whole list of different rewards depending on how much you want to put to the project to enjoy. All sorts of things, isn't there? Often going to Thatcher's Cider Tours, to winning prints, photographs, all kinds of stuff, isn't there? And also there's a balloon ride, and there's a proposal as well, isn't there, I saw? You can propose on site, can't you? Yes, there is. So it's, it's pretty, an odd thing to so, do. I mean, I suppose, you know, I'm going to give you the, the chance to do the big last hurrah there, Chris, right? As to what, let's give it, let's give that big call to action to the listener, right? This is Fun Surfer. This is about crowdfunding, okay? I'm going to give, it's the $64,000 question. Come on, why should they do it? To be part of it. Get involved with the Balloon Fiesta. Bring bit, bit of Bristol back. So then, Derek, how is this uh, first episode of Dream It, Fund It, Do It? How's it working out for you? That's brilliant. I've learned a lot about balloons. Haven't we just? Yeah. Do you think we've uh, inflated the expectation <laughs> of the audience? I hope so. <laughs> That's not. That wasn't the uh, much-heralded Star Wars uh, pun that we've been working on. But that's, it's a that's, balloon pun. That's as good as we've got, yeah. frankly. There are probably others. Um, of course, I did make that fatal mistake, as you probably heard in there, calling them about uh, hot air balloons being filled with helium. <laughs> Schoolboy error. <laughs> He did say there'd be a lot of money, wouldn't it? With the fire, that wouldn't be a good idea. <laughs> isn't it inert helium? Isn't it inert? Yes, yeah, a hot air balloon. It's the clues in the name, isn't it? it is. Really. But hey, that's why you do these things, Derek. You learn, you learn. So um, I suppose as we draw to close on this uh, first episode, anything you'd like to say about the Darth Vader project? Uh, yeah, so um, it's got nine, well, there's nine days to go until the crowdfunding project ends, and then the actual balloon fest fiesta. It's going to happen very soon. It's going to happen on the 8th of August, I think. Okay, yeah. And they've got 7,000 left to raise. So go to funsurfer.com forward slash Darth Vader to have a look. And you can make a donation or you can share it with your friends and family. That's it. Spread the word and put the Sith Lord in the sky. into the sky. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited to see this, Blaine. Okay, well, uh, thank you, listener. And hopefully we'll be back for episode two in the not-too-distant future. Thank you, Richard. <laughs>